You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey there. So have you ever looked at another entrepreneur and wondered how they managed to get it all done? The answer might surprise you, but they've got good systems. So it's totally true that the most productive people all have one thing in common, and they don't reinvent the wheel every day. Instead, they have figured out the best, most efficient ways to do the tasks, and they create a system around just that. So no matter what business you're in, no matter what industry you're in, what niche you're in, what projects you find yourself taking on and tackling, a systemized, organized approach is always going to help you work faster, produce more, produce higher quality results with fewer mistakes, easily outsource tasks that you don't like to do and grow and scale your business. So I want to talk about a couple key things that I use to systematize my business to allow it to run more efficiently and also things that I use for my clients' businesses to help them run more efficiently so that they can get back to doing what they started the business for. Because you probably didn't start a business to run a business and most likely Things are holding you back in the back end of your business that you could be pushing forward and growing if you didn't have to deal with them or if we found a better way, more efficient way to do those things. So I want to talk about templates and the magic of templates and how templates in a lot of different capacities can make your life so much easier in business. So how many times have you answered the same types of emails or responding to the same types of customer complaints, um, responding to the same types of referral partner emails about launches, sent the same types of onboarding client emails. So really the canned responses that you have set up for um, those different things can save you so much time because you're really just using that canned email template and tweaking just a few things per person right? So emails is one of the first and probably the thing that people think of the most when we say templates in a business. They're like, oh yeah, I have some email templates that I use. So we want to not only make sure we create these email templates, right? We want to make sure that we're actually using them on a daily basis because I've actually found myself, I've created templates before and then forgot to use them and then went back and I was like, oh, I had a template for that. I could have saved myself five minutes of writing that whole email, right? So making sure that we create them, but also use them on a daily basis. So there's a couple other things that we can use templates for inside your business to make things run more efficiently. So contracts is another huge one that I see so many entrepreneurs still not using templates for, contracts and proposals, right? So most likely each proposal you're sending out to a client is going to be a little bit different. Even if you have a service that's somewhat similar, you may want to change out the wording. You may want to add some things, take away some things, but 
almost all the time, about 80% of the proposal and contract is going to stay the same, right? So all the contract terms, all of the legal mumbo jumbo, all of that kind of stuff is going to stay the same. The, for the most part, the offer will also stay the same, but that's where you're going to be making the tweaks is in that 20% of text and copy inside the proposal. But if you had a contract template, contract and proposal template for each offer that you have in your business, and you know that Sally wants offer B that you have, right? This magical package that's going to change her life. And when you go to send Sally the proposal, you're just having to pull up a template and only change a couple things. It's going to be a lot faster than trying to recreate that every time. So again, email templates are crucial. Contract proposal templates are crucial. I also have onboarding and offboarding templates. And these are typically what I use for my clients when they are onboarded and offboarded. And it kind of spills into what I'm going to dive into next, but they are checklists that I use inside my business. And these checklists keep me on track like no other, (laughs) let me tell you. So basically every time I onboard a new client, I have a checklist of things that have to happen. Now, Some of them happen automatically because I have some automation set up, but I actually think I did a whole podcast episode about this. Don't automate broken processes. So don't try to automate stuff until you really have streamlined processes and systems in place. But I have a checklist that basically tells me all the things that need to happen every time a new client is onboarded. Now, some of those things are super simple, like create a Google Drive folder for them or create a Google Doc inside that folder. There's some things too, just like checking on payment and contract to make sure everything was processed, setting a follow-up if there's additional payment involved. But basically I have a set of tasks that happen with every single client. Now, this is something that it's harder to build out when you're first starting. It's something that you're gonna have to start building as you grow. But if you start getting in the mindset of creating systems and processes, it's going to be a lot easier for you when you do get to that scaling phase to start doing that. So some of the other templates and checklists that I use in the business is I have one that for every time I create a podcast episode, we have the exact same checklist of items that happen. And I have a podcast editor. They're amazing. And if you need a podcast editor, we'll drop their information down below so that you can check them out. It's Premiere Podcast. But anyways, when they came on to edit my podcast, I already had a system in place and I had a checklist in place that on my end, the different things I have to do from a recording standpoint were there so that I could keep track of them and check them off. But then from an editing standpoint, from a graphics and social media and marketing standpoint, I had all of those things listed out too. And it makes it really easy because we have that template that's created and we just copy and paste it for every single episode. And then my podcast editor knows where I'm at. I know where they're at. Everybody knows where we're at because it's inside of our project management tool. So most of our templates and checklists live inside of our project management tool. But even if you don't use one, which you should, totally should do a whole episode. I think I've done multiple episodes talking specifically about project management tools, but if you don't have one, these can still work in a checklist or Google Doc or paper format, right? So they work more efficiently inside of an electronic 
project management tool, but if you don't have that, at least having some other version is going to be better than not having anything at all. Some of the other checklists that I have that are super, super helpful, I actually have a daily, a weekly, a monthly, a quarterly, and a yearly checklist, and these are the things that happen every week, every day, every month, etc. So a lot of times people ask me, they're like, oh my gosh, do you do everything that's on these checklists, right? And the answer is no, not all the time. One, because they're very, very, very detailed checklists. Two, because I'm still looking at potentially outsourcing some of the things that are on that list and really figuring that out first. But the, the reason they're so, so detailed is that I can go to it at any time and know the things that I should be doing to move the business forward daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. And also just the back end, like operations stuff. So those are super, super important checklists that we use. I also have a workshop checklist. And again, I learned this by doing workshops, but the workshop checklist is one that basically anytime I'm doing a workshop, I have a checklist of items that I know need to happen. I also have a packing list of things that I know I need to take to every workshop that I go to. So it's super, super helpful because I'm not having to reinvent the wheel every single time I go to do a workshop. I'm just copying and pasting the uh, checklist and it makes it super easy. I also have another one for events. So like live events, I have a packing list. So I actually have multiple packing lists. I have one for like cruise slash international vacations. I have one for just business trips, business conferences that I'm leaving for uh, because it's going to have things on it like changing my email to out of office and checking in to make sure that everything's good to go before I leave, those types of things. And then I also have just a generic packing list for family trips and things like that. But so templates and checklist spill into my personal life too because they just make things so much faster and so much easier. So some other ones that I have, I've already mentioned the podcast checklist, the client checklist. Every time I create a new free resource, I have a checklist. Anytime I write a blog, I have a whole list of processes inside of my project management tool for all the different things. And they're essentially checklists and templates as well. I have one for social media posting. So really there's so many different ways that you can create templates and things inside the business to make things run faster. So that really, how, how do you systemize everything, right? Like how do people get so much done? They have lots of templates in place. They have lots of checklists in place. They have lots of canned responses. They have lots of documented processes to make sure that everybody on the team knows what they're doing. And having these things makes it so much easier to outsource stuff, right? Because then everyone knows exactly what to do, which checklist, which template to use, and then they're good to go. They can just kind of move forward and start doing it. So it really helps you turn into like a productivity superstar. So I'm actually going to read off. I think this might be helpful. I'm going to read off one of my like full checklists so that you guys can tell how detailed they are and like how many different pieces and parts are inside of them. So let me get in here real quick and I'm just going to pick my podcast checklist because I think that's a good one, especially if you're thinking about starting a podcast or have ever considered maybe 
doing it with someone else, whatever that looks like, right? So my podcast checklist here is the exact wording of it and what it looks like. So basically I have a list of my tasks and the first one on there says that I need to copy this checklist so that I can name it with the episode name. Then I'm going to have a task for myself to write the outline for the episode. So I can tag myself on that. I can assign myself a due date for any of these tasks that I'm mentioning. Then I have a listed item on there that says decide on the call to action, the title, if I'm mentioning other episodes or any kind of affiliate links. So that's a checklist item for me. Then I'm actually going to move it in my Asana board to the record section and tag myself on it to make sure that I'm ready to record that. I'm going to go in and add the date to the task when the episode will go live. Then I'm going to add it to my marketing project in the podcast section and add the podcast tag. Then I'm going to record the episode, add to Google Drive, and add the Google Drive link to Asana. Then move to the ready to edit section and tag my podcast manager. Then I'm going to check on the episode the day that it comes out. So then I tag myself in that. Then underneath of podcast manager tasks, I have edit, add intro, outro, editing, and processing. I put that all together in one. Typically, the podcast manager has their own way of doing those things. For me, I just need to know when they're going to be editing it. I don't necessarily need to know the ins and outs of it. The next one on their list is to create the show notes with a link and adding to Asana to tag me for approval, then creating a Canva graphic for my WordPress page from a template. (laughs) So we're already talking about templates. Um, I also have graphic templates. So I have uh, for the WordPress blog image, the Instagram story image, the square image, the one for the audiogram, all of those are templatized inside my Canva account. So they're going to create a graphic for the WordPress page and drop it on this Asana card. They're going to create a graphic for Instagram story and drop it here. They're going to create an Instagram story for the headliner audiogram and add it here. And then they're going to create a graphic for Facebook and Instagram posts and add it here. Then they're going to upload to Libsyn and schedule a LinkedIn post. They're going to upload show notes, graphics, and embed player to the WordPress page, schedule it to go live. And then once the show notes published, they are checking off this task so that we can see that it's done on our podcast project. And then I have three tasks for promotion. Post headliner graphic to Instagram stories, post headliner graphic to Instagram feed, and create email in Kartra, which is my email marketing system. And if you're looking for, actually, if you're looking for an email marketing system that also does a million other amazing things. You should check it out. I'll link it below with my affiliate link. Uh, You get 14 days for free. It's super inexpensive for what it does. Total side rant here, but Kartra is freaking phenomenal. It does email marketing. It also does the uh, landing pages. So opt-in pages, sales pages, thank you pages, and then some. Uh, You can actually create your website on there too, which is super cool and point it to a custom domain. It has the affiliate program. It has the help desk. It has a calendar. It does the course and membership sites. It hosts videos. It hosts files. It does so much stuff, guys. Like if you're looking for an all-in-one and you want to stop using like MailChimp with Thinkific, with this, with this, with this, like this is one of the best things that you can go with. It's amazing, amazing. So anyway, total side rant, but I'll drop the link down below. 
So that's our last task in that checklist, right? So as you can see, like that's a lot of checklist items, but now we don't have to think about that and we don't have to think about the order of that every single time we go to record a podcast, right? And I actually have a few more tasks if it's a guest episode versus a solo episode. So I have a solo template and I have a guest template because then I can just copy and paste whichever one it is. So as you can see, like that process right there. Now the podcast is going to turn out exactly the same every time because we have a checklist and a process and nothing's going to get forgotten. The graphics are going to look the same every time. Everything is going to be consistent, which is another thing that systemizing and creating checklists does for you. So I actually have a lot of these templates and checklists and things that I'm talking about. If you're interested, I have my Talk Trello to Me templates. So I also have the Talk Trello to Me course. We'll link both below. The templates come with just the templates for Trello, which actually can be used in any other platform. Asana actually has a migration tool that can pull Trello boards over to Asana if you're an Asana user. But the templates come with just the templates. The course comes with the templates plus a video training for every single template plus all of these wonderful worksheets and bonuses and automation and amazing stuff. I have hundreds of testimonials from my Talk Trello to Me course and honestly, not to toot my own horn, it's one of the best Trello courses I've ever seen just because of how the system is created and how that's how I manage my entire business. So I'm using Asana now because I've had to upgrade, but the system I created in Trello is actually the exact same system that I created inside of Asana. So we'll link both of those, the templates and the course in the show notes. I'll link Kartra in the show notes if you're looking for a system like that, but just make checklists and templates like checklists and templates can save the world and can grow your business, right? Like create consistency, creates a better user experience from a customer standpoint, but also creates a better business management experience from the back end. So that's really all I have for you today. How do you systematize everything? How do you get more done? The answer is systems. It's almost always systems. So go put some templates and checklists in place in your business, get more done, produce more, have higher quality results and easily outsource the tasks that you're working on. And then let me know, let me know how, how the templates work out for you. Shoot me your favorite template that you've created inside your business. I'd love to see what you're working on. You can send us an email at hello at processforprofit.co and we will respond. So thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you again soon.